Namaste, welcome everyone today. Good, crisp morning. Good, good, good. Welcome. It has come to it over years of looking, um, and uh, <clears throat> going through so many twists and turns of looking, uh, finally by grace coming to a very clear place of understanding and seeing. And so much so that uh, thereafter, I don't feel that I want to take people through forests and jungles of seeing, so that I could present something very clear and very simple. Now I see the simplicity. And to impart uh, that guidance uh, to whoever feels in the heart uh, drawn to it, and finds success. That's been the most important and happy uh, stage. So, I don't want to give any time today in uh, looking at people's problems. Everybody in the world has problems. Once you take this to be what, yourself, what you are, no curse this, very important. But once you identify you are this and this person who apparently lives in it, struggle come. And necessarily so. It's a stage that everyone uh, must taste. But my understanding in the heart is uh, this experience, this layer of experiencing, is for transcending. It's not for going around having just more and more experience, more and more experience, more and more experience. <clears throat> but to get to the very heart of what is really, what is the whole point of it? Because it seems now that uh, to live merely the dreams of the person is not enough, even fulfilled, if we can say that. If the aim is for earthly things or earthly states, it will never be enough. And yet, I know that our true place is not somewhere else to be found. It's right here. And so, over the years, I have endeavoured to show a simple path that anyone can follow beyond any particular denomination of religions or anything like that, so that anyone can follow without feeling that they are compromising their faith. The truth is truth in whichever way it is found. So I wanted to find that thing which is common ground for every, every human being. And that's what I've endeavoured to share and to present to each one. And yet it's been many years, uh, some faces I've seen many years, and I wonder what happened. First try, if it fails, then try something else. Then you must tell me where it fails, that you should still feel stuck. So, it's been like that. 
this morning, funny, everything is so spontaneous, no? getting ready just before going to take a shower. This song came up. It's a song that I, uh, we grew up in my era. Many songs from Motown. Some of you might have heard of Motown in those days. No? And for some reason, there was one singer discovered not so, so long ago, actually, a few years ago. But I knew the group that they, they, he was very much a lead singer in the group called The Temptations. I don't know who old enough to remember <laughs> Temptations. Okay? And they continued right throughout tempting everybody <laughs> with their beautiful music, you know? So then one singer called David Ruffin, David Ruffin, he was also in this group for a while, but he came in and out. He was the most incredible vocalist, most incredible vocalist. Started off like many of the soul singers did, from church background, choir background, and like other song people who grew up like that. Many of the soul singers came from that kind of church background. Some Cook, Otis Redding, all of them. So I was listening to this song. It was so beautiful, beautiful song. Temptations, and it's called "Walking Away from Love." This one, very famous song. And uh, I always just listen to the melody and the voice. So, but I never really listen deeply to the words. Just here and there, and so for. For some reason, okay, I got my phone today. <laughs> so for some reason, I asked, uh, uh, I asked Lashmi, could you? Um, so I, no, no. I said, I'm going to the shower. Let me take first. I don't know why I'm so prompted. Let me listen today while I'm in the shower a little bit. Listen to what? Listen to it. What is he saying actually? And then I listened because the. the 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 vocalist is so the vocals are so amazing, so beautiful, and one of the biggest hits, and all many singers from different genre, you know, they 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 talk about this music from rock stars to all they they say this this voice of this person is just like divine, a gift from God. So I listened to it, and I said even the lyrics, for what it's meant to convey, so powerful, no. So he's singing this song, and so I listened to the the song, and I said, "Could you uh, look up how to find lyrics? Because it, if I have to do it by myself, I take a long time." So they send me lyrics. I don't know if I can. Unusual satsang start, okay? <laughs> I need my glasses for this one now. So we listen to the song. The song is beautiful, beautiful. Maybe at some point you listen to it somehow. But it's a love song. It's a love song. So um, just relax, okay? <laughs> so he's singing. He's singing. He's great, great. Uh, he's singing. So I read some of the lyrics. He says, It's not that I don't love you. You know how much I do. It's not that I've found someone else to take the place of you. It's just a fear that builds within me every time you touch my hand, and a dread that shakes my body 
that even I don't understand. So I'm leaving. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> this time, I'm playing it smart, he says. I'm going to walk away from love before love breaks my heart. Okay? First part. Whew. <laughs> Second part. Oh, you're clinging to me tighter than you have ever been, you have ever, that you ever have before. I don't understand it. But I know it's going to take everything I've got to keep walking out that door. But those arms you've got around me will, will let me go someday. And I'd rather leave you holding on than pushing me away. So I'm leaving. <laughs> yes, I am. This time I'm playing it smart. I'm going to walk away from love before love breaks my heart. Okay, that's the lyrics. You don't know where we're going with this. So this guy. He was an ordinary-looking guy, okay, but because of these songs, beautiful voice, people falling all over, all over the place. Because that was the, that was the love era, you know, the era, you know, of all this kind of expression, and uh, people are throwing themselves at him and stuff like this. Because I'm sure some lady is thinking, "No, I'm the one. <laughs> I am the one you're looking for." I'm not going to break your heart. <laughs> and this man had the most incredible voice, most incredible voice. But as he became more and a beautiful start, also coming from church background, he um, he was a beautiful addition to the group, the Temptations, and they loved him because of his voice. He would cooperate, show up for rehearsals. Everything was spot on. But as fame came to him more, he started to get a bit arrogant. He even decided to, at one point, that the temptations that were existing long before him should be renamed David Ruffin and the Temptations, even. <laughs> it was getting like this. You see where it's going? Fame got to him more and more like this. And then um, also he met someone who took him to a place to take drugs. He started taking cocaine and this kind of stuff. He started showing up sometimes, not even going for a rehearsal before a show, and this kind of way. And then one of his last concerts he did in England, in the UK. A very successful uh, tour. He returned to the United States. And straight away, the same day, he took limousine. It said like that. And uh, some guy, the same, this friend, took him again to the house, special house. And he had all the money he got from his part of the tour, $40,000 or pounds, not a lot of money in those days. He took to this place, he shot up, and then he became very, very sick. Then they didn't want him to any big accident in the room to draw any attention to themselves. So they took him in, in the limousine, it said, to the hospital, push him out of the hospital. There, drove off. The money was never found. He died right there. Very sad story. People said he had a gift from God. 
yes, a gift from God. But in everyone comes this light and darkness. And in this form, in this earthly form, we have to transcend the dark. One day even, to transcend the light even. Transcending light means to see even that from where light comes. And this story I'm telling you, a very human story, has many different shades in every expression of human endeavour and dreams. The same paradigm is playing. Hope for things in the world without being grounded in your own self. And this is why it can go on for a long time, continuing in ways that are not really in service to your higher truth. And we have lived before, not come to the fullness of the discovery of what really is here. We look out there for all things we can discover, but you have to find eventually what really is here. And satsang is for that. And in spite of it coming in such a way, in most things we have to study, you have to put aside a few years to study, three or six years, sometimes even more, depending on what you want to learn. And people press on with tremendous dedication and discipline and urge and fire to accomplish their goals, their earthly goals. And yet we are putting in satsang to discover yourself. And it seems so difficult. First thing, it's nowhere else apart from you. If you want to study medicine or mechanics, you have to go somewhere else to go out. But to find yourself, it has to be found here. What it means. What it means, even, even many human beings don't know what it means to find yourself. Like if you speak, I'm on a search to find myself, it had earthly connotations, personal connotations about it. It means something, I want to get the best out of myself personally. I want to fulfil my dreams on this earth personally. And no dreams will satisfy you forever. But there's a longing inside the heart of everyone. Good fortune that you come to experience that longing, and also the seemingly fierce distraction energy to take you away from that also. And everybody knows that. And is it possible to go beyond the limitations of an earthly self? Uh, going beyond, not in terms of physical distance, not even having to go to heaven, if that's a physical distance, but to find something here. I say, totally, totally. And one day, everyone has to come here. It's a question of time. And especially joyful is the sharing that it is not so extreme. It's not that you have to give up your family, give up your job, change the way you look. None of these demands. It's not even that you have to fight your mind, and you have to go somewhere and have money to travel, and live on top of in a mountain or in a cave. None of this is required, actually. All of these 
big journeys planned are usually coming from your mind. Because on the day that you come to that discovery, it's not a, a click and it's over. No, it is actually the fruit of a persistence. Like with anything, nobody has become good at anything without devotion, without discipline, without persistence. And it is the same here. Even you may come to a very profound recognition that is solid and true, but you still have to persist because of the tendency of the conditioned identity to keep going back to the old stories, the old ways. And that is what is felt to be difficult, not the realization of yourself. And so today again I am just here. I'm not above you, I'm not beneath you, I'm really same. So no one has excuse to say, yeah, but you are special. I'm not special. I just am. And I've become free of doubt and confusion. Which disturbs the the human expression of consciousness. You can take long journey, journey, lifetime of journeys, which you have already done also, and can continue and yet miss what I call the obvious thing. I don't like to think, oh, you know, we got time, we got time. Do you have time? Yes. You have lifetimes, actually. You have lifetimes. Because this body is a time body. But inside this time body is the timeless. And something that is perfect. And what you came here on this very, very, very strong planet, with all its challenges, to discover. And I feel we chose to come. You must choose to transcend. Because whatever this planet has to offer you in terms of things is not enough to satisfy this one. I have no doubt that it is. I'm not looking for big bangs. I think everyone here, mostly, I know we have some visitors who are perhaps first time. I've said today, okay, they can come also. But primarily, I wanted to to have in Sahaja not just a drop-in center, not a a place to come and check out what's going on, but really a center in this vast planet, or in this little planet, whichever way you want to see it where some beings also, it's not the only place, but I have to stand by this place, that you can come. And if you are called by that urge, it can be, you will grow in the confidence, it will be fulfilled here. Not just on the land of Saja, but on the opportunity of Saja. Saja means 
natural state, one's natural state. So that is the calling. I feel and hope that while this body lasts, I'll have the opportunity to share with whoever um, is earnest. But I will not um, give too much energy to keep saying the same things to the same people. I want to see some fruit. You want to say something? You can come. Good morning, Guruji. Good morning, um, It just came very strongly this morning when I saw that there is there is satsang. I just felt like I just need to stand up. I need to come forward um, for what I know and what I see confirm being truth in me. And I really. Uh, well, there is this one who feels very uncomfortable, um, yes. nervous, being. Yes. It is, yeah. This one will always show up. Yeah. But you have to leave that aside. This There's is a time when discomfort yeah. means nothing for you. Yes. Once you know what, uh, what you're here for, little ailments, even the body feeling not well, your family or friends or relationships, or so, you have to leave these things aside for a bit. You have to know how. And not feel that you know. Oh no! I'm going to take care of these things first. Sometimes you may do this, but there will come a moment where you have to. Yes, stand I'm not going with own. that. Mm. And I really just felt to 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 stand up and to to meet you. Yes. Yeah. Mm. To meet is good, but to meet means to. Yeah? True meeting must reveal something beyond twoness. It's not merely some great idea. Where the, the, the as long as we have a strong sense of personhood, that this is me, or I live in this house, this is me, um, there will always be other. There will always be other. Even God will become other. It said that the sense or the name I am is a name of God. And yet everyone has this I am vibration in them. I am is not meant to be person. It's the announcing of presence. Of the spirit of truth, of God or consciousness. It is not addicted to anything. It's pure. So, in a sense, this I am takes on the form of the I am the body or I am the person. And it must return to first I am and then beyond even I am. Beyond even the sense of presence. Always in a oneness, always inside a oneness. And here, in the time, the privilege I have to be with those who have this calling, 
there's always something now about it. Not a haste, not a hasty now, but not a wasteful now. To recognise at least, to recognise beyond merely a mental recognition, or even an intellectual conviction, to have that recognition here, and thereafter to remain faithful to it, to abide in the power of it, and it will become your guiding light. Even beyond guiding light, There is a place in, in all of us where all this world of unending changefulness is observed from, even now, and it never gets entangled in what arises in it. You may call it the witness, or the sense of being, or the presence. This, if you have not discovered practically and profoundly, you will always feel drifting away, drifting along in life, pulled this way and pulled that way. But once you not only recognise, as most of you do, that beyond merely an idea, because if you have been attending satsangs earnestly, you must have come to recognise this. Who is the you who recognise it even? Is uh, the one who recognise it is partly it and mixed with the world, then you will continue that the worldly delusory self uh, gradually is transcended. Mm. Well, the fact is, as whenever I really care to look, um, that everything that is being perceived cannot be what I am, because yes. I am I'm here before. I am watching. Yeah. So, beyond the, the knowledge of this, the actuality of that recognition, what remains in you? Not just the knowledge, because we can say this, because now I say more and more, it's not what people say. They say, we say, we are good. We say, yes, I see it, and I see that I'm not it. I see I'm not the ego. I see all everything. So that's that has a place in this. But that's not the reading I take. Your presence is emanating that certainty, even without your words. Even words can be added to it, but words cannot replace it. You see. As you continue to look in the simple exercise I've been giving, over and over and over. The mind is going to say, I get bored a bit, I want to have another way. This is the nature of mind. But when you persist and you taste the fruit of your own seeing, there's nothing in the world can give you this. Nothing in the world can compare with the realisation of yourself, the awakening to the, the, the eternal. And no one has to tell you even that it is the foreverness in you. Nobody needs to tell you, because within itself it reveals that to itself. The mind will not have anything to teach you, 
but you will not curse mind. Mind has other functions also. But he should not be your final teacher. What you may have heard, the term Sadhguru, is really the inmost self, which acts as a teacher while we still have the, the sense of division. But it will gradually absorb you beyond teacher and student also. Don't just like what I say. Prove it. Prove it. As we give uh, devoted attention to to really verifying this uh, within you, the more you give that that kind of attention to yourself, not your self-construct, but to the place from where everything is perceived in you. The power that manifests this, God, pure consciousness, did not half give you that. It is fully here, the capacity to come to the recognition of the unity of being in yourself. It didn't say, I'll give you a little bit now, I'll give you later. It is only that somehow the full understanding is veiled by the strength of our identity in personhood. And through satsang, satsang does not necessarily mean, although it is a Sanskrit term, but the meaning of it defies, it goes beyond India or anywhere. It means anyone who is in search genuinely for what is true. Then you are in satsang. And I would like to say, every living being is in satsang. It is only we are not aware of it. Because there is an urge, a pulse within us, that is calling us back to ourself. And there is an energy calling you outward for things which are perishable and momentary, which also is created through consciousness, also is given by God, so that we can taste everything but you will choose to come home. Taste everything, curse nothing, grow from everything within yourself, and you will find yourself home. There is the play of time and distance on this physical layer of existence. Beyond this, time is irrelevant. There is only the eternal. And the eternal is in you. Even with the time body, the eternal is in you. You are more the eternal than you are the body. And we are here to find out. To find out in such a, a way that it sets us free from the, the binding illusory and delusory powers of the ego mind. I don't want to spend time talking about it. Even my speaking about it is simply like a momentariness arising in this which is unchanging. Same like you. So I'd invite you today just to be like a sponge and drink in 
The mind may say, yeah, I want to ask you about this, I want to ask you about that. We've been doing this for a long time. If you're asking from the perspective of a singular person trying to get somewhere, you will never get the full picture. You'll get what the mind is momentarily, seemingly satisfied with. Just like food. You eat food, you feel totally satisfied. Then you need to eat again. There's a story in the Bible, no? It said that Jesus was passing by a certain place. He had sent his disciples to go to the town to get a few things. And he said, I want to be here for a while by myself. And he found himself thirsty and walked towards there was a well. He went towards it, and there he found a woman there. And she was from the what they call a Samaritan woman. And he asked her, Please, could you give me some water? And she looked at him and saw that he was a Jewish, a Jew. And in those days, the Samaritans and the Jews, the Jews always looked down on the Samaritans, common people. They kept apart from them. And she looked at him and said, You know, ha ha, you, a Jew, asking me, a Samaritan woman, for water, huh? Hasn't things turned around a bit? So Jesus saw this and uh, said, because uh, she said, Our father Jacob made this well. But you people, you have some things that was going on. And then he said to her, You know, whoever drinks the water from this well, whoever drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I am offering to you will never thirst again. In fact, it will become a spring, a fountain within your own being, and you will never thirst again. What is he talking about? She's talking about H2O. He's talking about something else. What is the water of life? Same thing you're here. We're here the same way to drink the water of life. You will eat food, you feel satisfied, then you become hungry again, and we eat. This is life in form. Is there something that can bring you to such a satisfaction, but itself is not an object? It's the truth of yourself. But you have to earn it through your own earnestness, intention, like you have done for everything else you have wanted. Well, not everything. Sometimes we want something we don't get. And that's also good. Sometimes we want thing, maybe you don't get it. And maybe later on you think it was a good thing I didn't get it. Or you get something you really wanted, give you so much trouble, but you learn so much from it. It's like that. There's just this feeling that life is just offering everything that is needed and more. <laughs> if I just care to. And what is needed? Opportunities um, to to look and to to confirm okay. where I'm. Please speak from this moment now. Life is presented opportunities, so they are rich in this moment. The height of them must be this moment. Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, 
Is it showing you where to go, or where to be, or where you are? This one will ask. Is the opportunity is come to tell you, okay, your next step to the right, or straight ahead, is that the opportunity? No, just that I'm, I'm here. It's this moment now. There is no other moment. So any moment that passed, this is not the moment. Any, any moment which is referring to time, that's not the moment he's speaking about. If the moment you say, I'm here, this moment, is there a high, what's the highest meaning of this moment? I'm putting you on the spot. What's the highest meaning of putting this moment? Is it a moment of time? No, it's not the moment of time. It's, it's, it's not a moment of time, it must be eternal. Time means past, present, future. Something is here to see past, to see present, and to see the intention or projections towards future. What zone does it belong to? No zone. Yes. Is it different from you? It cannot be. You only have to sit with that. If you find this and you sit only with this, the mind will say, "Okay." Then next thing you say, "No, no, I'll sit this until I don't have to learn this anymore." If you sit with just this, this is the power of the self. It's not that university you have to study so so. Now, if you found one thing that is true, and you stay with it, it will take you to all things that's true. And if you find that's not so, then while I'm here, you can confront me about that. If you can see momentariness, from where are you seeing? Even the movement of time, what is watching? Even what, from where are you looking from, and as what are you looking to even be perceiving time and the flow of time? But it's not an idea. If it's an idea, that also will be in time, and that also will pass. Can you show a place now that will not pass? Satsang will come to an end. In this form, lunch will come, weather will change, night will come. If you have an opportunity to sit in this room again, you may be in a different place. All these things will change. What is it that will not change, and which is not stagnant? The mind will go, oh, no, I'm not interested in that. I love the dynamic. I want to change. I like to enjoy change. Yes, yes. That will still be there, that change, when you realize the non-dynamic unchanging. The dynamic will be there, don't worry. But you will not be a prisoner of it. In fact, you will be able to bless it than to ask something from it. What can you say of now, from now, as now? Anybody? What can you say of this 
does this need any um, assessment? No. Even this no should not be an answer. Or yes. It doesn't touch it. It doesn't touch it. Are you ready for such a such a admission to admit? Are you clear enough about anything that you can say this is a fact? Fact means Whatever the circumstance, situation around it, it remains unchanging. Is there anything in the world, in the universe even, like that? There is a hint. Whatever you see cannot be you, the seer of it. Because you will see things coming and going. But the seer or the seeing is there to say, they came and they went. So it's not caught in the movement of comings and goings. Simple thing. Maybe my talking so much about it make it feel like it's it's more difficult. In itself, it's neither difficult nor easy. But there's an urge, a pulse in the human uh, nature, to move on, move on. Yeah, let them move on. Let things move on. Everything is moving on in the unmoving. But this must not merely be an idea. It must be the truest thing you know and are, simultaneously. Can I read something to you? Please. Let's take a little, relax a little bit. Let everything go. Let the temptations go. <laughs> no walking away from anything. Just be here. I want to read something. This is from the Ashtavaka Gita. Yeah, I marked it earlier because I saw this may be nice. Short also. Just if I may ask, just hear this in this empty space of being. But be very present. Don't fall asleep. It's called dissolving, a very beautiful title. You are pure. You are pure. Not you are going to become. He's speaking now of something, and I wonder if you can see what he's speaking about. You are pure. Nothing touches you. Therefore, what is there to renounce? Let it all go, or let it all be. Same thing. The body and the mind, and just don't cling for a moment. You are aware of body and mind, so let it all go meaning the body and the mind. Let yourself dissolve. Like bubbles in the sea, 
all the worlds arise in you, not just the earth. Worlds mean you can call it earth or the worlds of thought or feeling sensation. Look at that, he said, no? Like bubbles in the ocean, in the sea, all the worlds, everything is arising within you. Know you are the self, not person. Know you are the self. Know you are one. You are oneness itself, is what it means. Let yourself dissolve, meaning don't hold on to anything, don't reach for anything, don't try to change anything, but somehow resting as you are in your natural isness. Let yourself dissolve. You see the world, but like a snake uh, appearing, like the rope appearing to be a snake, it is not really there. You are pure. Let yourself dissolve, he's speaking. Again, you see the world. What is the world? Thought, sensation, feeling, memory, identity particularly. You see the world. So the world is like looking at a piece of rope on the road and imagining it's a snake. So fear comes. So he says, but like the snake in the rope, it is not really there. It's not really true. What the pictures we see, interpreted through the mind and the person's subjective, personal way, it is not really true. It's not really there. You are pure. Let yourself dissolve. You are one and the same, in joy and in sorrow, in hope or despair, Life and death, you are one and the same. What could he mean, you are one and the same? Mean that these things they don't touch your essential nature. But we are living in a place called our personal self. And here we have a lot of doubt and fear, anxiety, desire, judgments, all this. So, because we identify so strongly with that state, which is really, I could call it the, the, the no-self state, but everyone believes, we all believe it is ourself, because we do, then words like this don't quite sink in. We kind of hear it, and we want to feel like this is like a lovely poem like from Shakespeare or something like this. Like something inside, don't take it seriously. But it is pointing to something truthful, You are one and the same in sorrow or in joy, in hope or despair, in life and death. You are already fulfilled. Let yourself dissolve. What does it mean? All that you may truly seek, if you are searching for yourself, is already present within you. But we are not aware of it, because our attention our education, conditioning, keeps like a pulse, driving you for next, next. Why we keep looking for next, next? Because in this state, you are never truly satisfied. 
in the state of personhood, but never, never satisfied. Then that's not to say the natural, phenomenal work that comes in our life, we should curse and throw it away. It's no use, forget about it. No, don't say that. So, but we are too deeply attached to that, at the expense of a deeper realization, then we are confused. We are confused. The more you are able to see from your heart, you will begin to see the world is confused, and it's hurting, and it's afraid. And that's why so many painful things are coming on this planet at the moment. And gradually, it's moving towards a great transition, but perhaps great pain will come first. But I'm not pointing you to a path of pain, but a path of discovering. And there's a nowness about it. Not a, a panic to nowness, but always a living opportunity. Why? Because you are life itself. You are not just living life. You are life. You are consciousness. You are the God-Self. We are whole, wholesome. But in the dream of personhood, we are confused. Which means, this state you must evolve out of. When and how. When and how. Supposing you were left alone with this question about how, when, how I can do. What is the first step what I can make? But you don't have to worry. You are here. Just learn to apply the simple pointings and confirm what you see. Then, if it doesn't work, you can first, don't run away, come and tell me, it doesn't work. Give me that chance. It doesn't work, Mahaji. I tried it, and it hasn't worked. Say, please show me how you try, and I'll take a look, because I am prescribing that. So if it doesn't work, I want to see why it's not working. But in the meantime, I don't want to hear you, uh, this thing is wrong, and that thing is wrong, and uh, this can't get over this. There's a book in the Bible also called Lamentations. <laughs> it means whinging. <laughs> and this, I can't come, and the world is like this. And da, 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 da. It wears you down. Sometimes your family do it, friends do it, children do it. Even preachers are doing it, whinging. So, where we go from here now? There's something that's here. Can you make one step out of it? It's unchanging. There's something that is already here. You didn't bring it here. You cannot keep it here. It's here. Are you aware of it? It has no form. It itself is not a teaching. 
If you see it as light, it's not bad. Light is showing you something. But it even reveals light. Do you still see it? Okay. Now take one step out of it, if you can. If you say you see. A non-dual seeing it must be, because it cannot be there, oh, I see it. There is not two here. Two is seen. Even the sense of one is seen. From this place I am speaking, can you step away from it? Is it a possibility? Can you exist outside or apart from it? Who are you? Even the sense of yourself changing is perceived in your unchanging. I don't want to give you anything to suggest, go and take this book and study now three months. This is the book of now. It's got one page, and it's got nothing written on it. <laughs> it's not a joke. Can you exist outside of it without imagination? Imagination is pretty strong power. But now I say, even what you imagine is perceived from there. Even the desire to come to God is what's from here. Where really are you? To whom am I speaking? I have said I am taking break, for three weeks take rest. It is good. It is good for me, good for you. Okay. What I am sharing with you, will it last three weeks? Will it last out for three weeks? Like a big packet of muesli, will it last three weeks? What is the, what is the sell-by date? What is the shelf life of what I am sharing? Such a thing as uh, well, whatever is not lasting is not, not that. Yeah, is it enough to know that? Even with just saying this, even if it was your only your one satsang, what you've just said, anyone could verify. Whatever you perceive, it it it's only momentary. It comes and goes. Yet we cannot give up trying to perceive the next thing. Which will become the past thing in a moment. You're looking for the next thing. And that's okay. That can that can I let's have no fight with that. But this. Be here. Can you speak of this? Even your words about this is already too late. Of what value then? 
of what value is this? It has no value. There is nobody to give it value. It is there before value and no value. Therefore, it's useless. Is it even useful? Am I taking a risk to talk like this? But as long as the sense of person endures in us, there's a there's a power we have, it's called disbelief and non acceptance. Or I'm still here, you know. I'm still here. I'm the one who listened to this. I like it or I don't like it. There's a function in us like that. Yes, yes. I hear what you say, Guruji. When you said it last week, it was really good. There was a moment it was so perfect, Guruji. Yeah, and since? Pure trouble. I don't want to talk to you anymore. For now. Today is not the day of lamentation. Maybe you can sit, and I will just Thank you, want to read another little thing. If anybody come up here, you better blow me away, <laughs> or I'm going to blow you away. And I'm not looking for hands, but if you are, if you are the one, you can come and sit down. Don't look forward to what the next thing to be said is going to be, or look backward to what anything. Just check in with yourself. What is your environment like? What is the atmosphere of your being like right now? Is it a movement of time and quality, drifting? And if it is drifting also, something must not be drifting to say, yeah, that's drifting also. Be at the place where there is no drifting. Why would I ask anyone to do that? Because the whole world is telling you, move on, the next thing to experience. Why would I say, look at this place, where the next thing will come and also go, where it doesn't go? And tell me if you are displaced or dissatisfied. Or if you are frozen, if I have paralysed you, because even paralysis you will also see from a place that can never be paralysed. 
is neither a movement nor even a stillness. Right now, I don't know where you will go in the world to hear this and the power that it can be in you right now. You said before, um, see, I can't remember actually, I've gone blank, but you said something around, see if you can leave here. Yes. And Good enough, yeah. Something just threw back in on itself. It was just like a laughter, if you like, and... Mm -hmm. That is also seen. It's... yes. Yes. <laughs> that will also be seen. Any reaction or action or interaction are just clouds appearing in it. Nothing is the evidence of it. Are you something? Are you something? Because if you are something, for sure you are something changing. And that's fine. We have this also, this, this layer of phenomenality in us. We can feel, yes, I'm coming and going, and what time is it? All this is OK for me. I'm not here to, oh, you're using concepts? No, you will, it's fine. But I'm showing something. I'm showing something that I cannot show you. And I can't speak it. It's just is. Then don't try to speak it. Maybe when it's ready, it will speak you. Don't try to speak it. Mm. Nobody can own it. It's the universal one. He will give you a name to call him, but he has no name. You also have no name. For the moment, your name is I am. Your name is I am. Don't introduce me to Jennifer. If you want to introduce, introduce I am, I amness. Can I just say thank you so much? This is acceptable. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm going back to Australia on Monday, and. Mm -hmm. I just want to reaffirm that I'm here for this and for you. You're not only just here for this, be here as this. It's not by mental determination or personal effort, it's by the clarity of seeing, knowing, being, to the point where Going back to Australia in a few days is not going to affect this. Situation, circumstances is not going to affect this. Can anybody verify? I'm only asking. All things are passing. If you have understood, is this passing? 
But even this, if you're not careful, your mind will say, okay, good, I got it. I got it. Bingo. Got it. Thank you, Muji. Thank you. Thank you. And that will also be also passing. What is not passing? This mind tends to say, I'll never get it, but... That's okay. It's been saying that for thousands of years. <laughs> Come on, surprise me. <laughs> why should we speak in such a tiresome way now? And why should you subject me to this? But I can actually say I'm not passing. You're not? I'm not passing. I just am. Yes. This you don't have to prove to me. Mm. Only confirmed in your own self. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there is, when you say that, I can see that there is still one that wants to prove it. And it may continue, the sense of one who wants to prove it. But you must be strong enough to see, be okay with that. And it's, I don't, I don't, it's, it, don't try and stop your mind. To stop your mind, you reserve an identity called the stopper of mind, which is also a mind. I wonder if you follow. Mm. I don't say, be this now and go and conquer the world, or plan your future. If you really understand, hmm? There is no freedom greater than this. Free to be that which you can never not be, now realized. And sink into it. And you think your mind gives you trouble. No, your mind does not give this trouble. The mind gives the idea you have of yourself trouble. And it is good, because the idea of yourself will never be this. We are upgrading constantly from one idea to another idea of self. Look how much time we have changed our style, our way, our ideas. Even our oaths change, your belief change, your face change. Body change, everything is changing. This is the sea of changes. And it is fine. I don't find fault to have to try and make something in the realm of the changeful to make it unchanging. There is something okay about that. Why we want to change it? Because somehow our person will always, by nature, be finding fault. Like this, not like it. No, I like this thing. No, I don't like that one. Oh, no, I like this one. It is. Who can disprove? You see. So um, my my work is not in this area anymore. I'm only here now with you to see can you confirm. Not just verbally, but even if you don't speak, somehow you something is here. This you that you have lived for a long time as has transitioned into 
presence or beingness. But you don't have to say it. Be careful to the one who speak it. Just be. It must be such that if there's no more satsang after this, I did not leave you deficient. You may say, actually, actually, the sense of failure is all my own. We have unreasonable projections of our personal self. He can't do it. But you are not merely this personal self. It's only mask. This is not a curse of your body. Even the personal self can become something uh, less substantial for you, playful, light. Nothing you have to kill. Even ego you don't have to kill. See from where you are, and its powers are gone. Or it gets incorporated in the deeper truth. If I tell you too much more, you're going to start falling asleep. Guruji, thank mm. you. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Same, thank same. you. Your love for me is only a sign that you're getting it. I was walking um, in the village the other day and I was thinking, oh my God, I love Muji so much. I didn't realize I could love anything or anyone this much. And then I stopped and it was like, oh, actually, I just love God. Yeah. I just love God. Yes. And I looked and God is everything and everyone yeah. and everywhere. Yeah. And who must you be to be able to declare that? <sighs> I can't say. That's good enough for I now. cannot say. Yeah. But I know it here. Dissolve in that. <laughs> dissolve in that. Don't ask me how to dissolve. <laughs> no? We used to say before, it's like the sense of a person and a mind is like putting a piece of ice in a, in a, a bucket of warm water, and a dissolving is happening. The ice is not saying, water, I'm coming, I'm coming, wait for me. The water is not saying, why, hurry up, hurry up. But a dissolving is happening. This is grace. And that is the power of your Lord. That's the power of God. And that's the love of God in you. You don't know it yet. You're really falling in love with yourself, not your person. He gives enough trouble. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, the person keeps us from discovering the love you already are. Send you on a journey of wannabe, and it's truthful for 
all of us. Have you received anything more valuable in your life? And do you accept it? Sometimes you say, Yes, I'm willing to change. Say, No, you will be exchanged from what we falsely believe we are to what you actually have never not been, but not aware of it. There's nothing new, it has all happened before. At the same time, every moment is unrepeatable. That is the paradox. Self in its play. You are fullness itself. You, as you are, have never suffered, have never died. But of course, this is too much to say. You have never been lacking. You have never been rejected. Only in the play. And the play is important. It has a meaning. It has a power. Maybe we are not able to grasp it now, but it will be grasped, if it is necessary. Now I may ask you that which just is in you. Can it go away? Can it fade? Is it merely an emotion? Or merely a feeling? Because these will go. And it's okay that they go. But that which I'm pointing is that just the highest feeling, or a mood, or a sensation, or belief. Is it a concept? Is it a thing? One day, you will find out, we will find out, how perfect your being is. Oh, absolutely, not even just lovable, how complete love it is. But don't just wait, just keep looking, and it's being revealed in you. Not by human agency, but by the divinity that dwells in you. 
you're able to recognize what is in you, and you will know that the presence of God is showing itself in you. Doesn't taste like ice cream or honey or, you know. There's a taste in you that nothing in this world can give you. You may say happiness or joy. Yes, happiness, joy is its perfume. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. It cannot be affected by time or change. You are not different from it. And yet you are aware of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, after what you shared today, I feel that there's nothing left for me to say mm. or to ask you. And um, even though I felt to sit in front of you, mm. because uh, today uh, I came like, Ishwari, uh, this is your last satsang. And uh, like I want to present myself fully here with you, mm. and uh, and as I was been sitting today, I'm hearing you for the first time. It is uh, it was my first satsang eh, after twelve years listening to you. Mm. I feel my myself and this that doesn't change is listening uh, to itself yeah. in you with you. And uh, I don't have much more to say. It's already plenty. But mm. yeah, it's amazing that we can talk like this. Yes, it is. Even at the word, even the talking, where. What causes this talking? What's pushing this talking out? Is it um, is it time bound or time based? I am putting. I'm speaking on your behalf. I'm saying that this 
even to say it is incredible, it's, it's, there's no word I can put for that. You don't need your mind for it. You know? I don't ask you to think about it so much. Maybe I might say, marinate your being in this. In this. How? I don't really give any technique. When uh, a woman gives birth to a child, first time she brings uh, the child's mouth to her breast to take milk, she does, there's no time for training. It's something existential, something primordial, know what to do. When your yearning is uh, strong, you are taken. It's not that you go. That, that is how I am feeling or perceiving life today. Yes. It's, it's taken. It's, it is. Mm. But I don't know words. It is them. good. I'm okay. Also, very much so without words. And also, uh, uh, I, I said I think the last time I meet, you know, there's no need to. Sometimes there's a kind of culture. A kind of way that people think that they need to come. You just need to be honest. That's it. Bread and butter, honest. Yes. That's enough. And thank you, Vishwa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, and blessed this moment. And uh, it doesn't matter if uh, the mind is uh, plays up and the certain kind of feelings or some kind of nausea or sleepiness and the usual stuff that uh, comes visit our house comes. Uh, don't. Uh, it can only take power from you, actually. By feeling, oh, you know, I'm feeling like this feeling. It's it's nothing at all, actually. When you're standing in your own, uh, in your own awareness itself, you can bear. Because nothing can remove this. This is that which gives life to life itself. It's not a concept. It's not a religious view. If you continue just to stay with it, sometimes staying with one thing is better than being good at many things. Stay with it. Remember, playfully, I said one time when something you know I used to follow Bruce Lee. You know, um, but he said something one time, and I shared it in satsang. I felt it was very good, very relevant for us. He said, "I am mm, not afraid of the man who has who has done a thousand different moves once. 
I'm afraid of the man who has practiced one move a thousand times. Do you understand the point? I'm not, uh, I'm not worried about the guy who has got lots of... Uh, I'm not worried about him. The guy who can do all this stuff and the ones, not too concerned about him. But the guy who does one thing, a thousand times, watch him. And it should be directly applicable for us. No? It's not how much you've learned, how many books, and you can recite. Some people can recite the Holy Quran. I don't think anybody can recite the Bible. But uh, there's a lot of people, or we want to, uh, can recite things. But it doesn't mean that you have grasped fundamentally the essence of it. And this is why often I would say to, to in the Sangha, Whatever you read, whatever you study, please share with me in, a, in one sentence or in three sentences the quintessence of what you have gained from that. And it's a powerful confrontation because it means you can be studying lots of things and somebody asks you and then you're spending all day talking about it. You have not understood. Whatever you have fully grasped, you should be able to, you should be able to explain to a four-year-old. And they go, okay, thank you. I remember some while ago a lady came here, and she would have two boys. And uh, she was um, she I think she studied a lot of Sanskrit, sang a lot of beautiful Sanskrit and uh, Hindi songs and bhajans and things. And uh, she was with a son, I don't remember anybody know what I'm talking about. She was, I don't know how old the boy he might have been about eight or something, seven or eight. And he was, she caught me, uh, you know, Muji, I, I just want to tell you, and I'm just, I put like this, and I look, and I see, and then this thing happened, this, that, 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 that. And, and the boy said to her, but mom, Guji already told you. <laughs> and she's going, you know, but he told you, it's so simple. And she's going, yeah, anyway, Guji, what I'm saying is that, 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 and I'm saying, but mom, but he said it's so simple, mom. He said that you're not this thing. <laughs> One time, I believe, uh, it was also we were in India and uh, Shanti's son. Huh? You remember? He said, uh, what we call his name again? Ananda, Shanti, our friend Ananda, uh, Shanti and Anjali. In India, he was even a young little boy also, maybe about sort of ten or something, nine or ten. No? He was a very young boy, many, many years ago in India. And uh, so we had a group of people, and I couldn't find, looking for a translator to speak, uh, you know, um, uh, Portuguese, Brazilian group. And looking, well, look, look, look. And then I saw him, he was the only one riding bicycles. <laughs> And I'm come, come, come. Can you? Okay, sit there. And I'm talking, talking, talking. And he's laughing. He said, somebody's talking, and he's the little boy saying like this. You're crazy. You don't even understand what Guruji is saying. It's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. No, you don't get it. You don't get it like this, holding his bicycle almost. And I like that. Because it proves it's not so complex. 
is the mind is trying to do all kind of gymnastics around and then da 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 and said, oh God. It's so simple, mom. Yeah, keep going. It's so simple, I think. And they're honest. They're honest, the children, before you kill it out of them. <laughs> we were also, yesterday we were talking, no? We were in the market because I love going car boots. I don't know why. I don't really need anything from there. I keep going. I just love. I was in one place in London and in a car boot sale, you know, there was one stall. We were walking along the road, very, very, very busy. And there was a, some. One man selling second-hand phones. You know, you get this uh, selling second phone. Busy market. There's a woman there with her son, and she's arguing with a man so loudly that everybody's people are stopping looking what's going on. Like it's going to be a fight, and she's shouting at him. You know, no, you know, it's not working. The phone is not working. We said, but I, I, when I, when I sold it to you, it was working. We checked it; it was working. You were here. Little boy is there. You know. But it's not working. Something's wrong with it. It's wrong with it. <laughs> and it's going out. No, no, but I sold the phone to you. I, would, I always test before I give anybody. What you're talking, you yourself tried to work, make it work. No, but it's not working. There's something wrong with it. Little boy says, But mommy, you forget you drop it down the toilet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love those moments. They were very painful. <laughs> but mommy, you remember you drop it down. <laughs> End off. End off. Market laughing. I would like to know what happened to that little boy afterwards, I don't know. The children are honest. It said in the Bible, out of the mouth of babies and uh, crazy people, drunk people, he will speak to him to them. You know? In front of the great pundits and learned, he says, I will use them and talk to you. Thank you. Thank you.
the song I was talking about, no? <laughs> just just to, if you want to look it up. <laughs> the song I was talking about is called Walk Away From Love. I'm not promoting, okay, just for the... <laughs> just it's, it's so, so beautiful. Hmm? Should you play it? Yeah, you got it? Okay, I'll sit down then. Pushing me away, so bleeding. 